Welcome to the Soul Sessions Podcast. Deep dive into the causes and real issues underlying addiction, codependency, emotional eating, weight concerns, and the trance of unworthiness. Tune in weekly to befriend, nourish, and heal body, feelings, mind, and soul. And now, your host, soul-centered psychotherapist, trauma expert, and mind-body eating coach, Jody Gale. Hey everyone, welcome to the Soul Sessions with Jody Gale podcast. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which my office is based and across which we virtually meet and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening to this podcast. Today's episode is with me and it's about how to set boundaries, self-care and 30 COVID-safe alternatives to a dysfunctional family Christmas and holiday season. So this was originally one of my most shared blog posts, but this year over half of it was totally irrelevant due to COVID. So I asked my wonderful colleague and previous podcast guest, she's also a Soul Centre contributor, her name is Lindley, and I got her to help me make this episode more haze-friendly, so health at every size and COVID-friendly. So thank you, Lindley. I originally wrote 30 alternatives to a dysfunctional family Christmas due to my own history, where almost every year Christmas ended up being a shit fight. So from as far back as being less than 10 years old and having to go between divorced parents to feeling bad leaving my mother or father at home on their own, the passive-aggressive family relations around the Christmas table each year, having to share my father with one of his girlfriends and their kids, turning to food as a source of comfort and eventually numbing out on amphetamines at a Christmas Day rave in London. The straw that broke the camel's back, though, was pushing through my own pain and suffering the year my three close family members had new babies and we just had our 13th failed IVF cycle. I slipped a disc and still turned up anyway, only to spend three hours watching babies and an excessive amount of toy opening whilst flat on my back. One part of me was happy for them, another part was raging, and another part didn't want them to think that I wasn't happy for them, so I pushed through anyway. I'd leave all of these family functions, drive home down the M4 and be at war with myself the whole way home. So the eating disorder self would say, I'm going to drive through Maccas, sit in the car park in the dark and binge eat. It wasn't until much further along in my own therapy that I strengthened my healthy self and my own internal nourishing mother who said, it's okay, your feelings are valid, that was tough, I care about you, I don't want you to binge and hurt yourself like that go home and have a nice, hot Dr. Hauschka bath. So after the baby Christmas, it finally hit me. I don't have to do this anymore. I'm an adult now. I can actually choose how I want and need to spend Christmas. So there are many reasons that you may be dreading Christmas. You come from an interpersonal or complex trauma background and are struggling with anxiety or depression. You're suffering with or recovering from disordered eating or some kind of addiction. You're exhausted and need a break from it all. You've spent the best part of the year or are still in lockdown. You don't have any family close by. You're single, lonely, perhaps you're longing for a relationship. You've lost someone close to you and you are grieving. You're suffering with infertility and can't bear to be around around others with children. You are completely fed up with consumerism and are looking to be more earth-friendly and sustainable. 
or you come from a Christmas-free tradition. Or maybe your family is just plain dysfunctional and it's too unhealthy for you to be around them right now. So sometimes it doesn't matter how much self-development work you've done, it is easy to get hooked into old patterns and ways of relating. So Martha Beck says, there's nothing in the world as sticky as a dysfunctional family. You can put half your life savings into therapy, good therapy, effective therapy, and 15 minutes into a holiday reunion, you'll become hopelessly enmeshed in some old, crazy dynamics. Your assertiveness training goes out the window and a mere sigh from your grandmother triggers an attack of codependency so severe you end up giving her your house. So I love her ideas in Five Ways to Survive Your Next Family Gathering, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes. I'll just give you a a brief rundown here. So number one is to give up hope. We often go to family gatherings in the hope that this time it will be different. Top tip for that one, avoid disappointment by practicing radical acceptance. Number two, set boundaries. And I'm going to deep dive into this one shortly, so I'll come back to this one. Number three, lose control. So top tip, stop trying to control others. Number four, become a participant observer. And my top tip, participate as though you are there writing an article for a newspaper and don't bite the hook, as Pema Chodron would say. Number five, debrief afterwards. Top tip, go to someone who is emotionally available. Typically, we go to our dysfunctional families looking for emotional connection And for whatever reason, it just isn't possible for them to meet our emotional needs. So I would, of course, recommend giving these strategies a go. My number one recommendation is always to work towards relationship, especially if you have a tendency to push others away and or isolate yourself. But sometimes the only way to take care of yourself is to ditch the self-inflicted guilt and say no. So saying no is a vital part of setting boundaries, but it can also be one of the hardest parts. From a boundary setting perspective, saying no isn't just about turning down invitations. It's about saying no to choices made from the false self. So that's when we are hustling for our worthiness and making space to say yes to the true self. And no, that's not being selfish. So, for example, a friend and colleague who is on the autism spectrum finds that movie theatres completely overwhelm her and make her feel really unhappy and miserable. So going to the movies is a favourite way for her family to spend time together and bond. So whenever she'd visit, she'd feel obligated to go, even though it wasn't a good experience for her. When she learned how to set boundaries, it allowed her to speak up and suggest alternative activities. Setting that boundary allows her to take care of herself, do something that aligns with her needs while also spending time with her family. For me, boundaries have come in the form of moving to the other side of the world, limiting contact, long periods of estrangement, being assertive, asking for what I need, and sometimes just saying a big fat no. So you might have tried setting day-to-day boundaries, but are now at a stage where you might be thinking of limiting or eliminating contact with your family, which can be hard and lonely at the holidays and even more confusing with COVID lockdowns and reopenings. So in family estrangement and the COVID-19 crisis, the UK charity Standalone says, although family relationships are often assumed to be lifelong, loving and supportive, and shelter from a global pandemic, some are challenging, distant, and inactive, and can make a pandemic more difficult. Some people might have no contact with their estranged family member, whereas others have minimal or limited contact. 
People throughout lockdown who were estranged from family felt an amplified sense of social and personal isolation, particularly when others talked about supportive families. Despite the assumption that family members will be a source of support during the COVID crisis, this is not always the case. These assumptions need to be called out for what they are, assumptions, not facts. And there needs to be a wider recognition that family relationships vary in quality. So what to do on Christmas Day and throughout the holiday season if you don't have family, can't travel to family, don't want to spend it with family, or if you want to avoid Christmas altogether. Before we dive in, speaking of boundaries, as always, please be COVID safe. Your health and well-being matter. If there was ever a time to set and hold boundaries around safety, it's now. An in-person family gathering is not worth putting yourself, your family and all the people you and they interact with afterwards at risk. As you navigate this holiday season, if you are in a COVID hotspot, please be COVID safe by following government guidelines, unless of course you're in the US where you follow whatever Dr. Fauci says, wear a mask, use Zoom, travel by car, only hold small gatherings and don't see anyone outside your support bubbles either side of and over the Christmas period. So look, things are pretty good here in Sydney. So some of the suggestions are going to be completely inappropriate for you if you're in a COVID hotspot, but I have tried to put a COVID friendly version in there too. So, okay, we might get started on the list. So number one, lend a hand to charity. So I normally recommend the Wayside Chapel Christmas Day Street Party that is actually on hold this year. So I'm recommending for people to donate a $25 plate to Wayside Chapel and it buys one Christmas lunch. So you can still help them in that way. After this year, fingers crossed, that's back on as normal. And they do a wonder, normally they would do a wonderful Christmas lunch with all the trimmings. And it's a day really for the whole community to come together and to give back. Another place to donate to there is to the Indigenous National Healing Foundation. And my third choice for donations is to the Manly Women's Refuge for Women and Children. So they are currently trying to build another safe house here in Manly. Uh, Links to all of those in the show notes. Number two, head down to the beach for a swim. So listen to the roar of the waves, soak in the sea air, feel the ocean breeze on your face and the warmth of the sun on your skin. Science says the surf and sand does the mind and body good from reducing stress to increasing happiness. So in fact, according to an analysis of English census data published in the Journal of Health Place, those who live by the coast report better physical and mental health than those who don't. Staring at the ocean actually changes our brainwaves frequency and puts us into a mild meditative state. Plus that consistent ebbing and flowing you hear as you lie on your towel under an umbrella, it kind of destimulates our brains, says clinical psychologist Richard Schuster. The noises coupled with the visuals activate our parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for slowing us down and allowing us to relax and feel more engaged. And uh, that's from Sally Nazari. Getting out in the sun anywhere, not just the beach, for 10 to 15 minutes per day can also increase your levels of vitamin D, which is good for health all round. So there's, um, vitamin D levels have been correlated with COVID-19 outcomes. So two recent studies found that 80% of people with COVID didn't have adequate levels of vitamin D and that COVID-19 patients with adequate vitamin D had a 51.5% lower risk of dying 
So getting out in the sunshine when you can is important on multiple levels, especially for black, Hispanic and indigenous communities who are at higher risk for both vitamin D deficiencies and the coronavirus. So if you can't uh, casually spend the day at the shore, you can try these beach cams from around the world, and I'm going to link to them in the show notes, and get a taste of the waves and water from Spain to Malta to Zanzibar. And you might also check out the beach cams at the Dell, and that's an original American wooden Victorian beach resort. And I must admit, I did get sucked down that sort of internet rabbit hole while I was researching for this blog. I spent quite some time visiting beaches around the world, so it was quite fun. One final thing I want to add, don't wait until you are beach body ready. Your body is ready to enjoy the sun and the surf right now. All bodies are beach body worthy. Okay, so number three, keep calm and read a book. With the glorification of busy seeping into everyday life, why not settle in with a novel you've been meaning to read? Wordsmith Lara Winter Heberts says that there are 10 benefits to reading. Their mental stimulation, stress reduction, it builds knowledge, vocabulary expansion, memory improvement, stronger analytical skills, improved focus and concentration, better writing skills, tranquility and free entertainment. So if you're juggling children, prefer to listen or can't get to the library, audiobooks are a great alternative. And yes, they do count as reading. So I listen on Audible, Overdrive and BorrowBox, and the latter two are both free and available through your local library using your library card. And if you want to follow what I'm reading, you can join me on Goodreads and on Instagram. And I am actually currently reading Where the Crawdads Sing. I'm actually not reading, I'm listening to it on an audiobook. It's a really great audio. And that was free through the library app. So number four, check out the latest flicks. Cinema's All around the globe are open on Christmas Day and it's a perfect time to explore some traditions, celebrations and beliefs that are different from what you grew up with or to delve deeper into your own identity. So movies with and about LGBTQI plus characters haven't exactly been readily available in the past, but 2020 is evidence of how fast this is changing. Check out new releases like The Happiest Season, The Christmas House, and dashing in December for warm, comforting holiday tales. If you're located in Sydney, you can also pack a blankie, uh, spend some cosy time in the boot of your car watching the Christmas-themed romantic comedy Love Actually at the Skyline Drive-In. So that's out of Blacktown. It's fantastic. We've been there several times. They also have a great diner. I'm, you know, uh, vegetarian, so they've got a great plant-based options there too. So my family and I are currently working our way through this list and we went to the movies a few years ago on Christmas Day. We had the cinema to ourselves, we ate pizza and we danced in the aisles to a bit of Justin Timberlake. I think it was Trolls was the movie we went to see and it was so much fun. It was great. It was almost like having a private viewing. So number five, and it's kind of related to the last one as well, and it's download a movie for some movie therapy. So movie therapy can help you reframe the way you think and feel as well as help you deal with life's ups and downs. So I've got a list in the show notes, quite an extensive list of dysfunctional family DVDs or uh, movies. Who knows, you may even begin to feel a sense of gratitude for your own dysfunctional family after watching some of these. Number six, spend Christmas with your family of choice. So your family of origin doesn't have to be your only family. It may mean spending some time redefining what family means to you and forging your own traditions as you move forward in life. 
If you're not able to see your chosen loved ones, spend some time telling them what you love about them and planning future get-togethers. There are also lots of great ideas for online gatherings out there too. Zoom karaoke, anyone? Number seven, host an orphan's Christmas lunch. So open your home to those who are on their own. Maybe they're visiting your city for work, in town on holidays, or just those who wish to take a break from their own family. So get the conversation going with the Kiki K Christmas conversation starters. Nice idea, but can't afford it. Ask everyone to bring a plate or to split the food bill. Uh, Still in lockdown, you can host a virtual dinner party and I'm linking to a blog post there, which has got lots of really great ideas. You can do, you know, a Zoom cooking class, wine tasting. After the food, try out an online game night, mystery party or movie night. So figuring out the tech involved might be a bit of a learning curve, but trust me, figuring it out together might cause as much laughter and silliness as the actual activity does. So number eight, go to church or a carol service. Christmas has been celebrated for over 2,000 years, yet in recent times it has become more about presents, consumerism, food and booze. If you'd like to connect or reconnect with Christmas, go back to its roots and check out a Christmas church service. In some places, doing this safely will likely involve a virtual option. So hear the church bells ring, listen to the story of Jesus, find solace and sanctuary, and go with an open mind and connect with something greater than you. Some options are an interfaith or traditional service. Uh, You can look for one close to you. I know that there is one here in Sydney. I think it's on the 20th, and that is going to go via Zoom. Uh, If you Google Stephanie Dowrick. You might choose instead to visit a Baha'i house of worship for quiet reflection. It's perfectly okay to choose the parts of the holiday that appeal to you, and if you're a music lover, carols might be a great choice. So we are actually open here uh, in the domain and I'm not actually sure actually whether they're going to have guests this year. I'll have to check that out. But it's definitely going to go live and online. So that is on the 23rd of December and it's online around the globe throughout Christmas season, including on Christmas Day. So you can go back and watch that. A London-based festive event which you can attend from your kitchen table, sofa or bed with hot chocolate in hand is Last Christmas perfect for music lovers. So held on Zoom, this event will visit the locations featured in the movie Last Christmas, which was inspired by George Michael's music and tell tales of festive music throughout the ages. Um, If you haven't seen that yet, it's currently showing on Netflix. I watched it two nights ago. I had seen it. I went to the movies on my own. I think when was that out last year or the year before? Such a great movie. I just loved it. And for a unique gift, book the singing group Get Gospel for your family, chosen family, or even as an amazing present for yourself. So these guys will basically sing you a private concert via Zoom. Singing provides a wide range of physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual benefits. Some of these include an increased heart rate, improved breathing, good posture, enhanced mood, and a sense of connection with others. Number nine, have lunch with the animals. So zoos are open on Christmas Day and some even put a lunch on. I think Melbourne Zoo does a lunch. I'm not sure if they're doing that this year, but they have in the past. So check out the link here. There's some links to Taronga and Western Plains Zoo. A few months ago, I did a Lion Healing Prompts Instagram post and I'm including it in the show notes for you or alternatively head over to my Instagram, which is at Jodie, J-O-D-I-E dot Gale, G-A-L-E. And if you want to use the zoo as a way of going deeper, spend some time with one or more of the animals and perhaps journal or reflect on the following. So 
So what can I learn from this animal? What traits of this animal can I foster within myself? So obviously, uh, we think, I think the lion prompt, what does this lion have to offer? You know, we typically say that they are aligned with courage. So how can I begin to foster some more courage within myself? So if I hold a problem in mind, so for example, if I feel lonely, perhaps ask your animal, I feel lonely, what advice do you have for me? And let the lion talk and give you its advice and just see what happens. I find this a really, really powerful technique for going deeper. And so once again, there's some more uh, prompts there on that Instagram post. So number 10, take a Christmas tour. So take a self-guided bright walking tour of Sydney or of your city and admire the magical light projections, Christmas tree and lights and shop window displays. And so obviously that is going to vary around the world at the moment. And for added COVID safety this year, consider a virtual tour. So fancy a festive outing in London, but from the comfort of your sofa, an excellent option is the John Lewis Christmas shop virtual tour. So I was so excited to see this because when I lived in London, I used to love shopping in John Lewis and I used to work just opposite there. So they've launched an online tour which you can use to explore the festive part of the Oxford Street store. This clever tool allows you to move around the floor and interact with the products there. Perfect for last minute Christmas shopping. Number 11. Educate yourself on race and learn more about Indigenous Australians and their spiritual ancestors. So family dysfunction and intergenerational trauma can be more than just about the interpersonal dynamics that are happening right in this moment. So intergenerational trauma is closely linked to systems of oppression that include racism, which despite all we hear about racism in the US isn't just an American problem. As we set boundaries and reject family dysfunction, it's a perfect time to learn about how that dysfunction reinforces oppression and begin to do the work, both in how we interact with others and in the systems we might be unwittingly reinforcing due to our own past. So that means reading, listening, increasing our awareness, sitting with our discomfort and supporting Black and Indigenous communities. So it may sound a little heavy for the holidays, but it's important work, not only to increase justice in the world as a whole, but to build healthier views and relationships so we can avoid passing on prejudice and trauma to another generation. One way to discover more about Indigenous Australians and their spiritual ancestors is by taking a day trip from Manly to Parramatta via Circular Quay. And I've linked to two Indigenous articles on the um, Parramatta and Circular Quay. There's a whole lot of information there around how these uh, landmarks have a very, very strong Indigenous history. Sydney Ferries runs a day uh, Sunday service on Christmas Day. So from North Head to the harbour and down the Parramatta River, the journey is steeped in Indigenous history. You can grab a copy of the Little Red Yellow Black Book to brush up on how Indigenous Australians view the land and their history. So this is the actual truth, not the story that we were told as kids. I'm turning 50 next year, so the history that I got was... Um, fake news as we call it this little book the little red yellow black book it's the real story if you can't get out and need to stay covid safe last australia day indigenous leaders recommended we watch nitv to learn more about indigenous australia this is perfect timing with australia day coming up in january So number 12, forest bathe. So forest bathing or shinrin-yoku means to bathe in a forest atmosphere and to connect with ourselves and the earth through all of our senses. The fundamental issue underlying addiction, anxiety, childhood trauma, depression, disordered eating, 
relationship concerns, global warming is disconnection. Disconnection from ourselves, from others, from Mother Earth. So somewhere in our early lives, the connection wasn't secure or there, or maybe it got lost somewhere along the way. Forest bathing is one way to foster this lost connection. And you can learn more about forest bathing in a blog that I've written. I'm linking to it in the show notes. So there are many, uh, I guess we would call it bush bathing in Australia. There's many bushwalks around the Sydney Harbour foreshores. Check them out at sydney.com.au and wild walks. So number 13, you can climb the Sydney Harbour Bridge. So to Sydney siders, the bridge is more than just a photogenic landmark. It's much bigger, much more important than that. You've driven it, walked it, drifted under it and felt that feeling when you glimpse it through the window of a homeward bound A380. Now you can climb it on Christmas Day. Number 14, enjoy a Christmas Day picnic or barbecue. Do you want an activity that combines holiday ease, sunshine, vitamin D collection, getting back to nature, supporting small businesses and even possibly some forest bathing? head out for a Christmas day picnic or barbecue. So leave the stress of cooking and cleaning at home, pack what you need or get your supplies from the local organic market and support local business. Embrace nature, get your kids outside for a while, off the screens, stare at the sky, watch the clouds come and watch the clouds go, just like feelings and thoughts. There you have it, a free lesson in mindfulness while you're at it. So enjoy some time in one of Sydney's national parks or best picnic spots or find your own local haven. And again, remember when we're outdoors, depending on where you are, obviously following social distance guidelines. Number 15, create a wanderlust list. So our holidays might be on hold, but that doesn't stop us from dreaming of where we'd love to go when all this is over. So we've been using Bimble, an app allowing you to collect, save and share your favourite places. So whether it's uh, creating a list of all the places you want to travel around the world, the most attractive waterfalls, tourist spots or hikes, Bimble can enable that dream world for us right now. You can also create a list of the local places you'll visit when the restrictions are lifted and your favourite high street gems are open again. Let's be frank, it's getting us through. Number 16, catch a 360 degree view of Sydney. So looking for something a little bit fancier, ditch the holiday food prep altogether and the dishes and eat a five course Christmas lunch at the revolving O-Bar and Dining. This was another favourite of ours. Uh, last year, my father was in rehab out in the western suburbs, so we picked him up and took him to the revolving Italian restaurant in Blacktown. It was such a great day, made even better by the amazing Filipino penis. So even if you can't get to the O-Bar and Dining in central Sydney, there, I'm sure, in most cities around the world have uh, a similar sort of thing to this. I think we went to one in Rotorua in New Zealand at some point. So check that out in your closest city. Uh, Number 18, explore Sydney on a multicultural food safari. So many non-Christian dominated countries celebrate holidays that don't include Christmas or celebrate it differently. So use this day to explore other cuisines and cultures. You can check out Yum Cha at the Marigold in Chinatown. I've personally done this on Christmas Day. We took my father once again, and afterwards we walked around Darling Harbour and around to the Star Casino, and we all um, tucked into Messina Gelato. So we had the, at Christmas time, they do special flavours. So we had the Christmas pudding gelato. So some other stops might be to include Turkish delights in Auburn, Lebanese food in Punchbowl and Vietnamese in Cabramatta. Number 19, stay at a posh and 
COVID safe hotel. So if you're up for a splurge, treat yourself to a posh hotel stay. The Shangri-La has fantastic views over Sydney, a Christmas Day lunch and the Chi Day Spa, Pool and Gym are all open to guests. So number 20, take time for solitude. Solitude is about making a conscious choice to be alone, regardless of whether you have a multitude of friends. Solitude is different to loneliness. Solitude is about connecting with your whole self, whilst loneliness is about feeling like something is missing. So on your day of solitude, choose to take care of yourself, practice self-reflection, be creative, journal, Marie Kondo a room that needs new life, refuel or sleep if you need to. Number 21, start an art journal. So when resetting old patterns and choosing new paths, especially around family dynamics, it's helpful to reconnect with your deeper soul self. One way to do this is to journal. So make journaling as creative as you like by using art, colours and collage. And I'm going to link to some art journaling resources you may enjoy. So they're called How to Start an Art Journal Step-by-Step and How to Combine Drawing and Writing into Deeply Personal Art Journals. So how polished your journaling looks, though, is less important than using this time to explore that which brings value, meaning and purpose to you. Number 21, get in touch with your spiritual self. So particularly for those who celebrate other holidays or prefer not to focus on Christmas, this is an excellent time to get in touch with your spiritual self, whatever that means to you. So if you're local, head to Centennial Park and walk the Sydney Labyrinth. Um, So there's three steps to walking a labyrinth. Number one, release something you wish to let go of on the way in. Number two, receive the spiritual message or quality So, for example, peace or calm at the centre. And number three, engage your will and take your learning back into your daily life on exit. It is a really beautiful labyrinth. I have been there several times over the last couple of years. Um, And actually, if you Google Sydney Labyrinth, they quite often have um, a guided walk on a Sunday morning, uh, once a month, I think that is. Uh, alternatively, head somewhere which holds spiritual significance for you. So it could be a sacred site or a beautiful garden. So in Glebe, you can smell the joss sticks and find inner calm, tranquility and sanctuary. Uh, at the, there's a temple there and a joss house. And it's a rare early example of 19th century uh, Chinese temple and it's open 365 days a year. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of that. If you just Google Glebe uh, Temple and Joss House, it will come up. Finally, the Vipassana Meditation Centre in the Blue Mountains runs a 10-day retreat over Christmas. Vipassana, which means to see things as they are, is one of India's most ancient techniques of meditation. It was taught in India more than 2,500 years ago as a universal remedy for universal ills. So number 22, learn to paint. Another way to connect is to paint. So artist Chris Seidel says that intuitive painting is a powerful, intuitive, spiritual and creative practice. And like all practices, it requires a fierce devotion. It's designed to transform your relationship to your intuition, to devote yourself to hearing it, to truly listening to it, to actually knowing when it's speaking to you, to learning to tell the difference between your intuitive intelligence and your analytical judging mind, and then to develop a solid allegiance to your intuition by following it and always doing exactly what it says, no matter what. And if nothing else, few activities are as soothing as painting happy little trees 
or watching Bob Ross do it. And there's a link there to some Bob Ross um, art classes online. They're all free. So number 24, check into rehab. Well, this took a dark turn, didn't it? But let's be real, the holidays can be painful, especially when you're experienced or experiencing family dysfunction. So if you're struggling with anxiety, depression, food, sex, drug, alcohol, gambling or eye addiction, check into rehab and start next year anew. So go deep inside, find the real you and connect with others who are suffering with similar issues. So Australia's leading and truly holistic treatment centre, Byron Private Rehabilitation Centre, provides an avenue for you to explore and create a meaningful way of life beyond current destructive patterns of thoughts and behaviours. You will be supported through the program by an expert team of multidisciplinary practitioners from both the medical and alternative models of healthcare to achieve your treatment goals. Byron Private provides clients with a safe and nurturing environment far removed from the clinical atmosphere of a private hospital setting. During the pandemic, of course, everything's a little bit different. If your nearest rehab is closed due to COVID or if you need support before or after, there's virtual programs, both 12-step and others. They are increasingly becoming available. So take a look at the resources available from CODA, which is Codependence Anonymous, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, and Virtual NA, which is Narcotics Anonymous, and I'm linking to those in the show notes. Number 25, camp or glamp at Cockatoo Island. So camp at the water's edge on the heart of Sydney Harbour. Cockatoo Island, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and experience the magic of the harbour. On Cockatoo Island, you'll find a place where history and a unique atmosphere have been preserved by an island location, a place to relax and unwind, yet only still 15 minutes from the centre of Sydney. So number 26, pull out the tunes. So it's time to fire up your favourite music player and you can feel free to find the songs that best express your feelings right now. But avoid letting your song choices make you spiral into dark places. So at minimum, sprinkle your selections with light-hearted songs because what we listen to directly affects how we feel. Create some playlists on Spotify for different moods. So, for example, uplifting, self-esteem or feeling blue. And check out my ultimate self-esteem playlist for ideas or just listen to it whenever you need to pick me up. And so I'm linking through to that on Spotify. 27, move your body in ways that you love. So with each year we spend on the planet, we absorb messages about our maturing bodies and often those messages are centred in shame. Feeling shame about our bodies can prevent us both from moving, dancing and from finding pleasure in our bodies. So the benefits of dancing impact us on a physiological, emotional, psychosocial, psychological, neurological and spiritual level of our being. It can help us to develop an enhanced sense of self-awareness and facilitates us to get in touch with the deeper and unknown parts of ourselves. It is a wonderful form of self-expression and can be used to release painful feelings and traumas that have been somatized in the body. Dance has been fundamental to human life and culture since the time of our earliest ancestors, a form of self-expression, communication and a celebration of life and community. Dance is therapeutic and movement furthers the emotional, cognitive, physical and social integration of the individual based on the empirically supported premise that the body, mind and spirit are all connected. So you can check out my five dance classes blog, which will be in the show notes and where I will link to free online classes in Gabrielle Roth Five Rhythms, Nia and Koya. So my dear friend and colleague, Amy Babish, is also running a live movement class for the solstice on December 21. 
she is amazing. She's coming up on the podcast. I cannot wait for you to hear her interview. She's just an all-round good person and I just love her. So what she's actually doing is donating all funds for her classes through to, um, I think she's changing up the charities at, at any one time, but to Black Lives Matter. So yoga can also be a great way of reconnecting with your body in addition to its positive effects on flexibility, stress management and heart health. This course comes highly recommended on YouTube and it's called 30 Days of Yoga with Adrian, and it's free. So no matter what kind of body you live in or what uh, that body looks like or feels like right now, you deserve to move in ways you enjoy and to exist without body shame. So number 28, get wet. If an empty day stretching before you seems more lonely than fun, consider using part of your day to plan a big, fancy, over-the-top bath. If you don't have a bathtub, plan a big, fancy, over-the-top shower, sponge bath or other body-centred experience. This is about you, not how good a selfie it will produce. What elements of an absolute dream bath might you be able to make happen? So this is probably, I should have put it number one. This is my favorite pastime. And sometimes I even set my alarm um, and have a bath in the middle of the day before school pickup. So I'd have no problem doing that one at all. So number 29, new times, new beginnings. So just beyond Christmas day lies the leap into the new year when we're already dealing with family dysfunction and potential feelings of hurt, loneliness or rejection throughout the holidays to be thrust into the harsh light of how you're going to be a better person next year can feel like insult added to injury. Intention is the best way of navigating the end of the year. So as you move through some of the activities on this list, think about what you would like to what you would like the days between now and January 1 to look like, so as well as for next year. What do you want this time to look like? What skills, boundaries and activities might make you stronger and happier in the new year? If you choose to pursue self-development in the new year, approach it from the perspective of adding tools to your toolbox, not fixing a person who's broken. You are gloriously whole just as you are. I normally recommend the Findhorn Christmas Retreat. However, due to COVID, they have an online offering instead this year, and that's called the Global Transformation Game, New Times, New Beginnings. It's ours to do. And again, link in the show notes. So once again, I'm also running my soul sessions, one-to-one therapeutic coaching packages, and that's where I take you through a creative visualisation and art therapy exercise, and we deep dive into your past, present, and your potential for the upcoming year. These sessions will help you move forward with a deeper sense of value, meaning and purpose. Link in the show notes. Number 30 and the last on our list. Create a vision board for the following year. So take 29 a step further and actually envision what you might like next year to look like just for you. So Martha Beck calls vision boards a graphic illustration of our hopes and dreams. Dreaming alone, however, is not enough. They need to be created and used within a balanced context. So some of us are naturally dreamers and some of us are doers. If we want to reach our goals and bring our visions into being, it means that we need to create a balance between being, so with our loving, creative, intuitive soul self, and doing by putting our plans into action by engaging the will of the self. A vision board is a great tool to assist with New Year's resolutions, intentions, that which brings us value, meaning and purpose in life, desired spiritual qualities that need fostering such as compassion, love, empathy and will, 
new creative ideas, opportunities, hopes, dreams, passions and visions, healthier relationships, habits and behaviours. So you can check out my How to Create a Vision Board blog article in the show notes. Okay, so that's my 30 COVID safe alternatives to a dysfunctional family Christmas. I hope this episode supports you and frees you up to make the most balanced choices for you this Christmas and holiday season. And before we end, I have a freebie giveaway and it's my 100 Soul and Spiritual Qualities workbook. So there's an evocative word exercise in there, a list of over 100 soul qualities that you can draw on to foster in yourself and space for journaling. So all you need to do is review this podcast on iTunes, screenshot your review and email it to me at heal at the soulcenter.online and I will send you a copy of the workbook. And um, when people review it, it typically takes a little while to come up. So you might need to go back later to screenshot it. So it's my 100 Soul and Spiritual Qualities Workbook. Take a picture, uh, email it to me, heal at the soulcenter.online, a picture of your review, and I will send you a copy of the workbook. Okay. So for the show notes, go to thesoulcenter.online forward slash soul sessions. 30 Alternatives to a Dysfunctional Family Christmas. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Soul Sessions podcast. Love this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you. To learn more about how you can befriend your body, feelings, mind and soul, get Jody's free 65-page ebook at thesoulcenter.online. Until next time.